0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse
1: community. You're listening to Little Fish on Joy 94.9. I'm on the phone right now with Helen, uh, also known as Gosling. So you're in Perth right now uh, and you're sort of in the middle of a big tour. Is it going all well?
0: Yeah, it's going very well. Um, I have been, uh, came up to Perth to do some shows at Nunup, which is a festival up here, and um, I start um, a show this week with Adam Cohen, who I'm supporting on his national tour.
1: Adam Cohen, that will be an incredible, incredible experience. I mean, what a great uh, history of music in that family. Is he someone that you sort of looked up to musically?
0: Um. To be honest, I only just found out about him <laughs> um, <laughs> because of his tour. I actually hadn't um, heard about him before. Um, but when I got the tour, I looked him up and his album that he's here um, touring for is amazing. So he's a brilliant lyricist, just like his dad.
1: Incredible, incredible. Well, I just have to let you know that I was front row uh, for your Falls Festival show, and I loved those windmills, among other things about the show. Um, is uh, all your shows uh, that visually pleasing?
0: Um, yeah, that was just a bit of fun that we were having for the festival, but it's, it's kind of carried on and we, we're using them, and now I have a giant pinwheel, which is pretty awesome. Wow. Um, and uh, the guys in the band get dressed up, and yeah, we're making a bit more visually pleasing.
1: So, do you design it all yourself, uh, in in keeping with the theme of your latest single?
0: Yeah, sort of. We we um, I'm getting better at um, sort of bringing everything together and having one sort of visual focus. I've kind of been bits and pieces here and there in the past. So, um, I've got a film clip coming out for the latest single that's all ties in with the artwork and
1: um, yeah. Well you've just released Wild Love which is your new single off the the EP International Living that's coming out on April 20 and as far as I can tell it's getting rave reviews is that what you're experiencing? I mean are you feeling that it's really lifting off?
0: Um, to be honest I don't actually um, I don't actually look but I don't look that up <laughs> <laughs> um, it kind of it's a bit nerve wracking um for me as an artist to to hear what people say about about it. So um I have heard that it's going well and it's being added to lots of um stations and um yeah, I think the response has been good.
1: That's interesting that you don't sort of read your own press a little bit. Is that sort of is that a conscious decision that you you've made uh, as an artist as things started picking up or are you just sort of not really interested in being plugged into sort of how you received?
0: Um, it's sort of it affects me as an artist to read positive reviews as well as negative reviews. So I just sort of, every now and then I see something and I'll read it, but I don't go looking for it just because even if it's a positive review, it kind of, um, messes a bit with my mind and, and I, then I concentrate on what other people have, have thought is good in my music or my live show and, and try and recreate that or just move in a different direction. So, so, um, I mean, I'm very grateful for positive reviews, don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, I just, I don't read too much of it.
1: Well, you're heading over to Melbourne on Sunday for the Port Fairy Folk Festival, which is totally your scene. How are you feeling about those sort of festival shows that have coming up?
0: Um, they're so much fun. I actually, um, I haven't really been to many festivals myself, and so now I'm getting to go to these festivals and play at them. and. Um, experiencing that sort of scene and I'm, I've heard a lot of great things about Port Fairy Festival. It's got um, quite a good history and um, I think it'll be a really fun weekend with a couple of shows.
1: I think it'll be an amazing, incredible weekend and your set there will just sort of be perfect really because you've got this kind of great old folk style about you which is what I think is amazing. Is that the kind of music that you sort of studied growing up or how did you sort of stumble across that kind of feel? Um,
0: I'm not really sure. That's just sort of where my music's ended up really. Um, I I didn't listen to much folk growing up actually. Um... I don't know, maybe coming from the country has something to do with it, I've got no idea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose, yeah, where you grow up has a lot of influence into the kind of music you write. Does that mean you sort of hold a special place for country and outback sort of shows?
0: Yeah, I really love being able to play regional shows. Um, I think growing up, I grew up in Old wodonga which is sort of on the border of New South Wales and Victoria. And I really appreciated it growing up when artists would stop off there on tours and um, that actually had quite a strong musical culture. So, um, yeah, I like going to the regional regional places and playing for that sort of crowd.
1: Well, I was going to... Um yeah, ask you about whether or not it's difficult coming from a regional background uh, and sort of making your way into a music scene, because I can't imagine there'd be a huge amount of venues to, to play at and, and not a lot of people to sort of, you know, represent you and all that kind of thing. How did you find sort of breaking into the music scene in the cities coming from the country?
0: Uh, well, I didn't actually start songwriting until I moved to the city. <laughs> so I grew up in the country, but when I finished year 12, I moved down to Melbourne to to study at uni and um i was studying psychology and didn't really love it as much as i thought i would and so spent a lot of time in my dorm room um starting to songwrite, and then thought okay maybe i should go and study music and so i didn't actually start gigging until i was living in melbourne and um had those opportunities
1: that's that's incredible that you sort of uh Really rerouted, you know, the things you wanted to do. I mean, is that the kind of advice you'd give other people that maybe aren't that happy in what they're doing at uni and have sneaking ambitions?
0: Yeah, I think. I, I mean, it's crazy to think that you know what you want to do when you're 18 and you're in year 12, and 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 you're trying to pick what uni to go to. Um, I really, I yeah, I think if you're doing a course and you're not loving it. There's no harm in stopping it and starting something else, or really finding something that you love and not struggling through it all. And,
1: um, yeah. Well, it's certainly been doing fairly well for you. Now, you're apart from your uh, Adam Cohen support tour, you're going to be back in Victoria in May for, for a headline show. Mm-hmm. And I suppose Melbourne being your hometown, are you feeling pretty excited to bring bring your new EP to Melbourne?
0: Yeah, definitely. We're we're playing at the Thornbury Theatre, which is a lovely venue in Northgate and um, I'm really excited to have my I'll have a full band and so we'll have um, new songs to play live and um, yeah, to launch the EP it'll be a fun show
1: And are you sort of doing a lot of writing while you're, you're tour now?
0: Um, I, I actually struggle to write while I'm on tour um, I have to really think hard to do that um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm still writing at the moment, um, I'm I'm trying to write um, material for an album, which will hopefully um, be sort of early next year release. That's the plan at the moment. just depends how I go.
1: (laughs) What is your vice? What do you need with you when you're writing? What's the perfect scenario?
0: Um, Well, I've realised that I can't write at home anymore. I kind of get too many distractions and... um, I'll think about cleaning the kitchen rather than mm-hmm. sitting down and writing something so um, I'm actually thinking I'll, I should find a space somewhere a studio that I can go to because I find that it doesn't just happen anymore I can't just sit down and it all flows out I have to dedicate um, my time to it and and um, yeah. It's a div- uh, yeah I had a bit of a block for a while with writing and so I'm taking a new approach
1: that must be frustrating, having having a writer's block, particularly when things are sort of starting to pick up and you're putting the pressure on yourself to sort of keep the ball rolling.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, it does. It's it's kind of um, have like a bit of a mental battle where you kind of, I don't know, you know, you think you're a bit fake for a little while because you think, oh, I'm supposed to be writing songs and I can't. So, yeah, it's a really tough thing to have writer's block.
1: Yeah, I can definitely imagine. If you were to find this amazing space for you to write in, um, what would it be like? Have you thought of, you know, if you could have anything in the world uh, as inspiration to write, what would you pick?
0: Oh, I don't know. Just a beautiful a beautiful studio with um, to have a skylight so I'd have natural light as well so I'm not just hidden away inside a cave. Um, and, I don't know, a beautiful piano being able to be set up and permanently stay there with all recording gear and everything like that.
1: Sounds perfect, and I hope that one day you find that space for you to ride in.
0: Yeah.
1: Thank you so much for chatting to me.
0: Oh, my pleasure.
1: Best of luck with the tour. We're all looking forward to International Living being out on April 20.
0: Lovely. Thank
1: you very much. Anyways, you're on Little Fish with Hannah. This is Wild Love by Gosling. You're on JOY 94.9. Thanks for listening to another JOY podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, JOY. Help us keep JOY on air